Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. Now, the last time we had a chat to this gentleman was around September, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, last year. That's correct. And uh, the reason why we had a chat to him was uh, they were the very first companies uh, to publicly state that they were to call for their staff to be um, vaccinated. Mandatory vaccinations were enforced back then. I'm speaking of Dr. Ronald Wheeland, who's the Chief Commercial Officer at Discovery. He joins us on the line this morning. Good morning. How are you? Morning. Uh, very well. Thank you for having us. You're most welcome. Uh, since our previous chats, so much has, has happened. We've gone through another wave. Uh, we've experienced ups and downs. We've gone back to level one. Changes have happened since then. I want to just touch on the, on, on the vaccine. Have the vaccines assisted in keeping your, your members safe during this time? Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, I think, uh, as you rightly mentioned, it's certainly been a roller coaster across Africa. You know, four waves of uh, COVID-19 during the last two years. The most recent wave, obviously, now over December. It's, it's been brutal across South Africa. When, when one looks at the excess deaths, over 300,000 excess deaths in South Africa over the last two years, that means that basically you know, your risk of dying in South Africa has gone up by 40% over the last two years. So we've seen 40% more deaths than we would have seen in the prior waves. And we've certainly seen that mirrored in our discovery statistics as well. Um, I think yeah, the good news coming out of the Omicron wave is that the vaccines definitely played a, a, had, a, had an impact. Um, so what we saw coming out of Omicron was a 50% reduction in admission rates. Uh, we saw a 70% reduction in ICU admissions. And you can see this manifest in our numbers. So, so I look specifically at ventilated uh, discovery members. In our Delta wave, we had... 1,800 members on ventilators. In this Omicron wave, we had 300 members on ventilators. And there can only be, there's basically three reasons for that. The first reason is vaccination. The second reason for that is we have built up some uh, level of population immunity. And the third reason for that is it looks like the Omicron uh, variant may have been uh, slightly less severe. The vaccines are certainly playing uh, a role in that. Ron, we do know that there is still uh, quite a bit of hesitancy. Are there any incentives in place for members who may still be hesitant? Yeah, so cross-discovery, there are vitality points on offer, about 2,500 vitality points if you get vaccinated across the healthcare business. Um, There are also benefits from a life insurance perspective. Remember that uh, if you're vaccinated, you reduce your risk of uh, severe disease and death. So that's a benefit to the life insurance business and certainly a personal benefit. So there are uh, benefits available, uh, premium paybacks for, for, life, for new life insurance customers on the, the life, life side. Um, and then I think uh, more broadly speaking, uh, yeah, a lot of our members yeah, speak about yeah, the, yeah, they're seeing the benefits of not being admitted to hospital, not seeing your ICU admissions, and they're certainly seeing the benefits of not transmitting COVID to their surrounding communities and family members. In your professional opinion, uh, Ron, where do you see us going with Omicron? Because there are some professors, and I'm not going to name them, um, but but local professors who in the past have given advice to to the government who are saying Omicron uh, is going to be the variant that eventually ends this pandemic. I mean, I think the the answer to that, and we follow the international scientists closely and our local scientists closely, is we don't know. Um, who would have ever expected the Omicron variant to pop up in November last year? 
It was a heavily mutated variant. We were extremely concerned about Omicron uh, at the end of November and its potential impact. One doesn't know uh, what variants come uh, come down, down the line. You know, we've consistently now seen a new wave every three or four months in South Africa. We've seen that happen globally. Uh, and you know, we need to continue to track for new variants. If there's another variant that comes out, there is a chance that we have a, a further wave, particularly if that variant um, is able to evade existing immunity. So I think it's, a, it's really, really important for us to be cautious. In addition to that, I think it's really important to point out that uh, we've now done extensive analysis on vaccine effectiveness and are very proud to you know, let you know you would have seen in December Discovery did an analysis alongside the South African Medical Research Council on uh, vaccine effectiveness against the Omicron variant. What we found from that study was very uh, uh, relevant. So we found a 70% reduction in hospital admission risk uh, through vaccination. And that's a two-dose Pfizer vaccine, 70% reduction in hospital admission risk against the Omicron variant. So that bodes well for future variants. In addition to that, we've done a piece of work alongside our colleagues at the Medical Research Council on the J&J vaccine. And the J&J vaccine has actually shown an 85% reduction in admission risk. So these vaccines are, are really proving to be both uh, durable and effective against uh, these variants. We certainly hope that that uh, will continue to, continue to prevail. Uh, the science is now uh, conclusive. You know, both of those studies extended to over 200,000 participants. Uh, 200,000 participants is an enormous scientific study. The data analytics was done by our actuarial team in collaboration with scientists at the Medical Research Council. So we feel very confident in the, the, those results. And the message, uh, obviously, that is being pushed right now is obviously to go for the booster shot. And that timeline is from the six months after your second dose of uh, the Pfizer vaccine. Am I right? Yep. So we're now into booster terrain. Um, so you're eligible for your booster shot six months after your second dose of Pfizer, as you rightly mentioned. In addition to that, you're eligible for a J&J booster two months after your J&J shot. You'll remember that J&J was going to be a one-dose regime. So if you're, yes. you've had your J&J shot uh, more than two months ago, you're eligible for a J&J booster. And just to re-emphasize, you, you can see the the impact of that J&J booster, 85% reduction in COVID-19 admission risk. I mean, that is a really starting uh, result. So uh, very advisable to get your J&J booster if you've had a J&J uh, shot previously. I think what's also important to point out on boosters, uh, and we found from the scientific research globally now, is that what booster shots do is they restore your immunity level to where it was after your initial doses. But more than that, they actually extend your immunity level beyond that level. So they boost you beyond where you were uh, uh, previously, you know, shooting your antibody levels way above what uh, your antibody levels are after your initial doses. All right, there we go. We're going to leave it there. Uh, Ron, the Chief Commercial Officer at Discovery Health, thank you for taking our call. I'm sure we'll catch up in a few months' time where we'll deliver some even better news, perhaps. Absolutely, and uh, thank you for hosting us. Uh, stay safe out there. You're most welcome. Ciao. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.